The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. At Highland, we're all about celebrating little wins and little ways to innovate digital processes. There's no customer pain point too small for us to help with. Maybe that's why more than half of the Fortune 100 looks to Highland to connect their content and data, improve processes, and turn little efficiencies into big wins for their customers and clients. Highland, intelligent content solutions for innovators everywhere at highland.com. It's the final rewatch. The final rewatch. Final rewatch. Oh, it's the final rewatch. Before the new season, it's the final rewatch. I'm watching them all, the final Greetings, stranger friends, and welcome back to another episode of the Final Rewatch. Yeah, I'm probably going to make that joke every single time, folks. It's a big day in the world of Stranger Things right now. I I don't know if it's happening right now or it happened a little while ago, Um, but on the TikTok... They're doing the world premiere of Stranger Things. Now, you may say, wait, what? It doesn't come out till uh, um, uh, in a couple of weeks. Well, the thing that's on TikTok and they're posting videos to YouTube now. Uh, so if you go to the Stranger Things YouTube account, um, I don't if you go to home, it doesn't show things right away. So the trick is you go to video. Once you go to Stranger Things, click on videos. You'll see all the most recent videos. And they have... Um, the cast, the cast walking the red carpet, not really the red carpet. They're coming out. They're being interviewed for a minute. There's um, there's a video with Caleb McLaughlin, Sadie Sink, and Priya Ferguson. That's Lucas, Max, and Erica. There's uh, Finn Wolfhard, of course, Mike. There's Noah Schnapp, of course, Will. Then we have Gaden Matarazzo, uh, Dustin, uh, Finn Wolfhard. I said that already, Mike. Did I say that already? Yes, I did. And Millie Bobby Brown, of course, 11, who looks like they all look older, but she looks so different. 
Um, and they're all dressed like the guys are dressed wild. Like uh, Finn Wolfhard has this like black shirt on that is just looks as soft as satin. And, and, and Kayla McLaughlin's suit has like spots on it and, and a um, uh, like Dalmatians. And then Gayton's suit is just like gold and it's all different things. So I watched some of the videos. Um, I didn't watch everything. I don't want to be, I don't want to know too much. And I don't think they're giving too much. So there's not really anything for me to report except these videos are available. And I assume they're going to keep adding them as the last one was only added 12 minutes ago. <clears throat> um, and you'll get, you know, you'll get to see the characters outside the world of Stranger Things, the real people, which is always fun to see. Um, also, Millie was on, I want to say The Tonight Show. Was it The Tonight Show with um, James Fallon last night? And here's the thing. They played an exclusive clip of Stranger Things 4, which I'm sure you can find online. But I'm going to tell you right now, I haven't watched it, and I'm not going to watch it. And you may say, wait a second, what kind of podcaster about a show is not going to um, give us this information so that we can dive deeper into the show and learn more and dissect things? Well, dissecting posters... And trailers uh, is one thing because those are previews to what's coming. But an actual scene, I don't want to see it. I don't want to know. I don't want to have any idea. I want to go in so fresh, as fresh as you can be, as fresh as a daisy, as fresh and as um, like n- spoiler free. So when I see that scene for the first time, I- I'm I'm not. I'm seeing it for the first time. So when I see it, I'm not like, oh, this is that scene we saw in Fallon and here's what happens. Nope. I want every, and I'm not seeing anything like it showed. I saw like she's in the school parking lot. I'm going to guess some people are jerks and maybe she uses some powers. I don't know. I don't want to know. I don't want to see it. And I wonder if anyone out there agrees with me. Like, do you, are you devouring everything you can get your hands on or something like that? Do you like, you know what? I can wait two more weeks. I certainly have lots of other stranger things, uh, things, to, stranger things, things to do in the meantime. Um, but that um, doesn't, you know, I'm not like everybody. Other people want to just watch every little thing and devour everything and see the scene and watch that scene and dissect that scene and, and more power to you. I will d- dissect that scene when it is uh, out on the actual episode. Uh, on the, well, I guess whatever day I get to watch that episode, whatever episode that's from. I'm assuming it's from the first one, but I have no idea. All right. Enough chit-chat. Um, it's it's about 9.20 p.m. So I shouldn't be yawning already, but I feel there will be yawn pauses. Um, hopefully I'll edit around them. But I think maybe because I stayed up to almost one o'clock last night that, you know, it's bound to happen. And um, sadly, two sad things happened today. And then in real life, they're not really sad, but my Bruins lost. So the hockey playoffs are over for me. But that frees up more time to watch Stranger Things in a more timely fashion. Number two, 
took my dog for a walk tonight. Uh, oh, and she, I said she did. Did I say yesterday she wasn't feeling good? Got her some probiotics, got her some medicine. She's feeling better. Things are good. Um, but when I took her for a walk, uh, my wife called me because she could see I was trying, struggling getting her down the hill because stubborn beagles. And when I hung up the phone with my wife, my phone started adding, acting a little glitchy. And now my phone is completely seemed to have bricked. It is just useless. I can't call. I can't text. I can't. It's just a static screen. You don't like I grew up not having cell phones. Cell phones weren't a thing. But once you rely on them for just about everything. So I want to log into my cell provider and see if I could access messages that way. Oh, it needs two two factor authentic, authentication. Um, go to your phone and, and here's the code. I'm like, I can't get to my phone. Now, I don't know if it's a screen replacement issue. I don't know what it is, but I am upset that I can't get to my gosh darn phone where everything in my in the world I rely on is on that phone. Ah, but I don't need a phone to talk to you. I don't need a phone to uh, talk about today's episode. So enough pitter-patter, enough banter. I mean it for real this time. Let's get into Chapter 5 of Stranger Things 2. Dig Dug. So Joyce is trying to reach uh, Jimmy Hopper, but he's busy um, trapped in the underground. Actually, he's not trapped there yet. He just went underground. Spoiler. Um, But she's been busy trying to make sense of all the drawings because Will just kept going and kept going. These things are all over the house, up on the sides of the wall, um, just like covering the walls all over the place, connecting from one room to the next room. They're everywhere. In Will's room, he's talking to Mike, and they were talking about like it, it, you know the, it's a feeling that the shadow monster, um, it, it's, it's like he feels him there, in Hawkins, in the house, in him, and he's like these, these are like they call them now memories. I remember all the time, and Mike, actually was like, you're like a spy now. You know, that's really cool. That could be helpful. He's like, what do you like? Will's like, what? He's like, think about it now. You know, if you know what he's up to, he's like, yeah, but what if he figures it out and he spies back? He's like, we won't let him. Mike and Will have just a just a great best friend bond. You can see like Mike is protective of Will. Um, and we'll always kind of be there to look out for him. We jump over and Hopper is underground. He's searching around and he found like this spout or a mouth or something. It's gross. Um, it spits ooey gooey splooey all over him. And, um, he, all of a sudden he's like, Whoa, he's like tripping a little bit. And then boom, he's unconscious. And the hole uh, that he dug for himself in in the ceiling in the roof of the well roof of the tunnel but in the field starts closing in upon itself like oh my god papa we jump over and Jonathan and Nancy check into a hotel separate beds but um 
I made a note. The woman was eating Hardee's. I've seen commercials for Hardee's and Carl's Jr. for years. And it wasn't until I drove my mother-in-law back from Florida um, that I ate at a Hardee's for the first time. And it was good. You know, it was good, good like hamburger fast food kind of thing. But now I can say I did it. Yay. And now this woman who ran the uh, motel and I have a connection. So in the um, in the motel room, there's two beds, which is you know good. But what I like, it was like that's what they wanted. They don't consider themselves boyfriend girlfriend or anything like that. But it just felt there was some awkwardness of them kind of sitting there. And Nancy's like, we only seem to hang out when the world is about to end. For me, it was just a few days ago. That, but you know now they're they're back together, hanging out because they're trying to figure out. Um, you know, and and bring down this lab. They have a fun little moment where they compare scabs, scabs. They compare scars, and Nancy's like, "What what happened to us? Like we used to hang out, and we don't anymore. Like, we we just stopped." He's like, "Well, Will needed me, and uh, you know, and Steve." She says, "I waited." He's like, "Yeah, like only a only a month," and she's like, "Huh," rolls over, turn the light off. Smooth, Jonathan, really, really smooth. So Will awakens startled, and Mike slept over. He's like, what's wrong? And he goes over to his mom. He's like, I saw Hopper. I think he's in trouble. I think he's going to die. They cut over. We cut over. We see Hopper. He wakes up, and he throws up. And he's definitely trapped. He smart. He takes one of his sleeves, and he makes a uh, he makes a mask out of it, and He's he comes to a fork in the road. There's two tunnels. He's like, um, okay. He throws a cigarette down, kind of a breadcrumb to where he's going, which comes in handy later. Very smart, Hopper. Very smart. Did you hear that right at the end when I said very smart? That's the yawn. I'm recording these things. It's not even late. It's nine twenty nine. I shouldn't. This shouldn't be a thing that happens to me. If I record during the day, this doesn't happen, does it? I mean, I. It's crazy these yawns. And like I used to, if I talk with my portable recorder, I'm just going to talk through the yawns. I'm trying to edit around them here, trying to be a professional. My goodness gracious, I need to take a nap. We cut over to the Sinclair house. And Lucas is like, you know, uh, Dad, when, when Mom's mad at you, how do you make it so she's not mad? Uh, he's like, well, first you apologize. Then I, then I buy her whatever she wants. He's like, even if she's wrong, your mother's never, never wrong. And he's like, okay. Uh, wait, wait, Lucas, where are you going? He goes, I'm going to uh, hang out with Dustin, which he completely made up because he rides his bike right by Dustin's house. Um, it's funny how the Dustin's house has the Mondale uh, Ferrara um, politic- the, the presidential campaign poster Mike's family has the Reagan Bush poster. Um, and that was like a pretty famous presidential uh, election because Reagan destroyed Mondale. Um, I, that's one of the first ones I remember as a kid because I think we did like voting in school, like just for, for like pretending. Ronald Reagan was the first, like to me, I thought he was, he was always the president because he was the first president I, I knew as a kid. Um, I'm aging myself again. Okay, back to back to Stranger Things. So he goes right by Dustin's house. 
and you see uh, his mom outside, like, Musy, Musy, looking for the cat. Um, and just Dustin is like the character is hilarious here, but it's also I just feel bad for the mom. And well, I feel worse for the cat. But um, he does this whole thing where he's pretending to talk to a neighbor about the cat. It's very funny because you can hear the fu- the line is dead on the other side. But um, he's like, great, great, great. His mom is so sad. And he's like, you know, we, you're going to go out there and look for him. And I'm going to I'll be there. I just got to do some things. So he lets the mom go. And then he like, gets to work. He gets completely dressed up in all this goalie gear. And, and he leaves a trail of meat. And then he goes to his, to his bedroom, opens the bedroom, and runs. Shit, 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 shit. Runs outside, outside into a shed. And he, um, he's in the shed. And you see Dart come out. He's like, come on, come on, come on. Come out of the house. And he follows the meat, follows the meat all the way to the cellar. He's got the bulkhead there where it's going to um, trap Dart. So Dark comes out. He's eating the food. He walks right over to the bulkhead, and he must have smelled Dustin because all of a sudden he turns his head and looks right at the shed, and Dustin's like, oh, shit, shit, shit. And he just, without even thinking about it, he acts. He runs outside, ah, with his hockey stick, smacks Dart into the cellar, closes the door. He's like, sorry, sorry, you ate my cat. We jump over and um, Eleven hitchhiked to Terry Ives' house, 515. Uh, and the, the aunt's like, sorry, not interested. And I love that Eleven uses her powers and opens the door. They get the nose bleeding a little bit. And she says, I want to see Mama. I love it. And you can hear in the background, like, um, was it Breathe, Sunflower, Rainbow, 450, uh, Nancy and Jonathan, meanwhile, they go to Murray's. Uh, this episode, technically, four people are informed about what is going on to a degree. The first one is, they're like brought into the loop. The first one is, is, um, is it Becky Ives? It's Terry Ives' sister. Not to the complete knowledge of everyone else, but now she knows that her daughter is out there. She's the first one. Um, The second one is Murray. Nancy and Jonathan show up at Murray's. uh, Look into the camera, and... He's like, uh, Jonathan Byers and Nancy Wheeler. You two are a long way from home. Come on, bring him in. He brings him in and shows him the wall that he's been investigating everything on. He's like, and I don't want to hear about that bear in the Harrington backyard. I've heard that already. So they go in there and they look at everything. And they're like, um, Nancy says, the timeline is wrong. He's like, what? Because he's got this giant wall with all these things. He's like, the timeline is wrong. And that girl over there, she's not uh, Russian. Her name is Eleven. She's from the Hawkins lab. He looks at them. Jonathan's like, you might want to sit down for this. So that's the first person. Well, I guess if you count 
the aunt, but I'm not, you know, I'm not going to count the aunt. So I'm going to say there's only three people. The first person that's brought in with, with knowledge of what something crazy is going on here is Murray. Because before this, he was investigating uh, Barb as a missing person. And he, he, he thought Will and the girl were connected, but he didn't quite understand everything that's going on. And now Nancy and Jonathan are there to tell him. Um, we jump over to Billy. Billy the bully. He's dropping Max off at the arcade. He's like, you'd be here an hour, otherwise you skate home. I think he called her Shitbird or something like that. Um, so inside the arcade, the Dig Dug machine is broken. This episode is called Dig Dug for a couple of reasons. Number one, Dig Dug is all about digging tunnels. They play the game. Uh, and, well, the game is part of the, the storyline and, of course, Hopper's in the tunnels. It, it's, it all makes sense. So there's an out-of-order uh, sign on the Dig Dug, and the guy's like, it's broken, but we have another one in the back you can play. They open the door, and there's Lucas waiting for her. And... Um, Lucas is ready to tell her everything. Boom. Number two, Max, I need, um, I need to know, do you accept the risk? Uh, and he's like, last year, Will didn't get lost in the woods. He got lost somewhere else. So Max doesn't realize it at this point, but now she's being brought in with all the information. Uh, so now she's part of the gang, whether... She's ready for it or not, whether she even believes it or not, because clearly we see later she doesn't quite believe what is going on. Cut back to the buyer's house, and Will is scribbling something where he th- where he thinks Hopper is. But they need to find out where here is. Right now it's just Joyce and Mike trying to figure everything out. Bob shows up, and she's like, you know, really, now it's not really a good time. He's like, oh, I have all these brain teasers I thought would be fun. She's like, oh, you know, you're so nice. He goes, well, you know, um, uh, they, they don't call me Bob the Brain for nothing. And she's like, oh. Next scene, she brings him into the house. And he's like, uh, what is this? She's like, no questions. We need you to help us find where this is. And Bob, But Bob's reaction to seeing all the drawings on the wall is pretty classic. He's actually concerned. He's like, um, you know, is this okay? Are you okay? Will doesn't seem right. You don't seem right. And he goes, wait a second. He gets distracted. He's like, I, I know where that, that, that is. I know that shape. That's Lover's Lake. And he's like, which would make that, that. And he says, hey, look at this. They don't go over water. It, it, this is a map. It's a map of Hawkins, right, Will? This is a map of Hawkins. Now, well, they're looking for Hopper. Hopper is down in the tunnels on his radio trying to make contact with anybody. Uh, he, he's looking around and he finds bones of these animals. And he, the vines actually pull back a little bit when he has uh, his lighter out. He sees they don't like fire. So he makes a torch and he burns through some of the vines and then he starts punching through, punching through more, trying to dig his way out of this thing. We cut over and um, Dustin is like going, guys, this is a code red. This is a code red. I need you, please. And then Erica gets on the walkie. She's like, could you please shut up? He's like, Where Luke, where's Lucas? I don't know and I don't care. 
He's like, it's a code red. Well, here's a code shut your mouth. And she hangs up on him. Excellent. I loved it. Uh, we cut over to the Ives, Ives residence and Jane Ives is there. We know her as 11. She's with her aunt. She's, uh, she's asking some questions about, you know, her mom. And, you know, the, the aunt's like, she's not getting, I think it's Becky. She's not getting any better. She's like in a, in a, a long dream. And 11 says, a good dream? It's like, I hope so. You know, she always believed that you would be out there, but that you'd come home one day. Home? And she shows her the bedroom that was, you know, supposed to be hers as a baby hasn't changed. The crib's still there, everything. She's like, I can get you a real bed and you can stay here with me. And 11 nods. So I'm thinking, is she thinking she's going to live there now? She's like, I want to help you, but you have to really talk to me. Okay, it doesn't have to be now, but when you're ready. And then a light flickers. She goes, oh yeah, that, that's just the wiring. And no. She starts following the light. It's Mama. Um, she knows I'm here. He goes, she goes down to see Terry and there's a nosebleed. The lights were flickering. And if you followed them, they led right back to her. And um, she knows I'm here. All of a sudden, the TV that Terry's watching, the channels just start changing changing and then they get to static and 11 says she wants to talk we cut over and bob is using a real map to try to figure out scale and 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 where things are and how far it is people are and um he's trying to figure out everything and then they're like all right he thinks he figured it out and they're like all right let's go and he's like wait are we are we are we really going really going cut over and dustin shows up at the wheelers well, first we see uh, Mrs. Wheeler on the phone and Mr. Wheeler just kind of vegging in his chair, his lazy boy. The phone's ringing. I mean, the doorbell rings. And she's like, can you get that? Is it Ted? He's like, I guess I'll get it. Hello? And she's like, Mr. Wheeler, do you know that your phone has been busy for over two hours? I'm aware. Um, is Mike home? Uh, no. Well, where the hell is he? He's like, I, where, where, where's Mike? Is it Wills? Son of a bitch. You know, you're, and he's like, where's Nancy? Um, she's like, she's with her friends. He goes, you know, my kids don't live here anymore. And Dustin's like, son of a bitch. You know, you're really no help at all. He's like, hey, language. Then all of a sudden while he's leaving, Steve shows up. And we don't know it at this point. But this is the beginning of a wonderful bromance between Steve and and Dustin. And Steve is like rehearsing something. He's got roses and he's flowers going into the house. And Dustin's like, uh, Steve, are those flowers for Mr. and Mrs. Wheeler? No, they're for Nancy. Great. Come on, let's go. She's not here. Uh, where are we going? He goes, we got to go. We got to go now. And do you have that bat? He's like, what? What bat? The one with the spikes with it. Come on, let's go. He gets in the car. He just gets in the car and sits down. Like this Dustin guy has no um, like filter as far as being demanding to anybody. Steve's like, wait, wait, now we're, go we're going now. He's like, come on, let's go. Back in the underground tunnels, Hopper's trying to dig his way through, and it's like, it's sad because he just, he just, he has no luck, and he just kind of like peters out, like, oh. And then the vines try to get him, try to get at him. He's like, son of a bitch. He starts cutting them off him. But he's trapped, and he's like, no, 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 no. He can't reach his knife. He's overtaken, 
but he screams and it's 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 scary because you're above ground then and you hear the screams but he's so far down that n- no one like unless they were right there would hear him at all his his screams would just go unheard which is scary so we cut back to the arcade and Lucas finishes his tale and Max is like that's that's crazy but but I really liked it he's like huh she thinks he's telling him a story like, why would I make this up? She's like, I don't know, to impress me? You're insane? And she's like, it's funny, but stupid, but funny. And she's like, I wanted to be part of your group, not a joke. He's like, it's not a joke. Our friends don't lie. And talking, you, you're going to get one of us, could get us killed. She was saying loud things about Eleven and this in the lab, in the arcade. She's like, y- you're serious. Yes. Prove it. I, I can't. At this point, Billy shows up, and he's looking in, and um, she actually she grabs Lucas by the hand, and don't think he doesn't notice that. And she says, don't follow me out. Billy sees him, and he's like, what did I tell you? What? Oh, Lucas? No. Oh, so he has a name, huh? You know what happens when you lie. Billy is just ominous, and I mean, he's a prick. Let's be honest. Well, he doesn't get. He doesn't. He doesn't deserve his outcome. But in this season, he's a prick. He just is. You feel bad for him later on, but not right now. Not right now at all. So we cut over to Jonathan and Nancy as they're playing the tapes for Murray, and he's like, "So is it enough? Is it? Is it enough? Is it incriminating?" And he, he's like lost for words. So he goes and gets some vodka. And she's like, really? He says, I'm th- I need to think. This dulls the nervous system. So yes, this helps me think. He's thinking and drinking. He puts on some jazz music. And he's like, okay. Uh, I believe you. But you need them to believe you. You know, people like a, a curtain in front of them. They like stability. They like comfort. You know, you draw back the curtain. All it takes is one person in authority to say that's complete horse poop. And they'll be like, oh, good. It wasn't real at all. And he's um, he goes back to the drink and he, because it was too strong. He's like, that's it. He waters down the drink too strong. And they're like, we need to water it down. They realize they need to modify the story a little bit, make it a little easier to tolerate. Scary but familiar. They're like talking about a gas leak, maybe something from the lab, something that people will believe that'll still kind of get their foot in the door as far as what's going on. So we jump over to the lab, and there's a tech showing Owen some of the soil samples from when they dug up the pumpkin patches. Uh, he's like, you know, we didn't find any. Um, contamination. He's like, well, that's good. He goes, but then he adds heat to one of the beakers or test tubes or whatever. This thing starts going crazy like a little tornado in in a glass. And then you look and there's like five or six other um, beakers, whatever you want to call them, test tubes that have uh, the same dirt in them and they're all going crazy too. It's like you heat one up and they're all going like it's a hive mind kind of situation. And Dr. Owens did seem a little little concerned, just a little, little concerned. So now we have, um, we, uh, we go back to Eleven, 
and she's going in the void to see her mom. Uh, and you hear breathe, sunflower, rainbow, three to the right, four to the left, four fifty. And she eleven walks up to her. She's like, "Mama," and she touches her mom. And the, the oh no, the the woman looks at her and says, "No." And they touch, and now she sees a flag. But I don't know what she said no for, um, because she is your mama. But she sees a flashback of Terry. Sees her giving birth, going into um, labor. She sees her uh, giving birth, and during the labor, the sister says, "Breathe." You see, actually, see Doctor Brenner take his mask down. They steal the baby. Go to the, they're in the hospital room. Sunflower. So there's breathe. There's sunflower. In the hospital room, um, and she's you know yelling at her her sister. They took my baby. They took her. And she's like, no, she didn't survive. I saw her. She was breathing. He took her. He took her. We see her later on at her house going through a safe using the combination three to the right, four to the left. She Inside the safe, she gets a gun. She goes to the Hawkins lab. She shoots a guard. And then she starts running, Jane, Jane. She sees a room marked rainbow. So we have Breathe, sunflower, rainbow, three to the right, four to the left. There's a marked room with a rainbow on it. She opens it up. There's two girls in there. We have, we have, is it eight from, you know, we'll talk about her all the way back from season one of the season. Is it eight? Eh, if it isn't, I apologize. And there's another girl there. And she goes, that's my child. She's my child. They bring instead of bringing the, her to the cops, they bring her to uh, they bring her to a room and give her electroshock therapy. And Doctor Brenner says, you know, he's talking about what what to set the the shock at, and of course he sets it as four fifty. Breathe, sunflower, rainbow, three to the right, four to the left, four fifty. They basically fry her brain. Eleven comes out of the trance and she's like visibly upset, and she's breathing and she just she's like trying to catch her breath. She's very upset. I think that's the last moment we see of Eleven in this episode. Yeah, definitely, definitely is because we're almost done here. Uh, Mike, Will, Max, and Bob—they're uh, driving along trying to figure out where to go, and Will just says, "Turn right." And it's in my it's in my now memories. What? Mike's, uh, Bob's like, what? They turn right and they start driving through this, like just through grass and fields and like, ah, and then boom, they find Hopper's truck and Mike's like super spy. So they go over to the hole and he's like, what are you doing, Joyce? Be careful. She goes right down. She goes, you need to help me get down there. She goes right down, breaks through and, and, um, with Bob's help, she's dropped in and Bob drops in too. And there are tunnels, all these tunnels. And he's like, is this Will's map? Are we in Will's map? Bob is shocked. Like, just trying to process everything. And there's your third person who he doesn't know everything yet. But he's now, in, he's, the third per, he's the third person brought in. He's brought in. Now he knows something more is going on here. They find a cigarette. She's like, this is his hopper cigarette. Um, up in the, you know, on the surface, Mike and Will are talking. They're like, "You see, Mike says, do you see? Any, do you see anything in your now memories?" 
He's like, no. And then right at that moment, all of Hawkins Labs vans show up. Back down in the upside down, Joyce and Bob cut Hopper free. They find him like it's strangling him. They stop pulling off. He's like knife. He finds the knife. He's still because he's still conscious. They find the knife. They give it to him. He starts cutting his way out. And and Joyce is like, are you okay? Are you okay? And you could see, yes, she's with Bob, but she has such great feelings for Mr. Hopper. And he's like, yeah. And he goes, hey, Bob. And Bob's like, hey, Jim. I love that. That was such a great moment. Just a nonchalant. How you doing? Welcome to the underground tunnels where um, spooky things from another universe are trying to uh, overthrow us. The, we cut back and... Oh, no. I'm sorry. We don't cut anywhere. All of a sudden, a guy in a in a hazmat suit, one of the lab guys, shows up. He's like, get out of here. We'll take it from here. We'll take it from here. He, he fires up that flamethrower. And when the light of the fire... When they light it on fire, Will, on the surface, freaks out in pain and shrieks in this, like, holy, unnatural, holy moly moment, like, and he's convulsing on the ground. It's like this thing does not like fire, and it is using, it is kind of reacting through Will, and it was very scary and very creepy and very awesome, and that is the end of Dig Dug. So Hopper seems to be safe now. We don't know what's going on with Will. Mike's there. Lucas, his concern right now is, well, he's worried about finding Dart, and he's got to worry about Billy. Even though I don't think he knows it yet, this guy does not like him. Um, But he also needs to try to figure out if Max believes him and, and get her to prove it, or find a way to prove it to her. And Dustin... Uh, Dustin has a little problem on his hands with Dart that he needs the help of Steve. And of course, what a better team, uh, what a better guy to join the team of Team Dustin. I love it. Wow, it's 10 o'clock and it feels like it's 11.30 for me. I could fall asleep right. Oh, listen, you can hear the clock tolling. Listen. You've ruined everything. That's the that's the cock the clock in the um the grill house. Oh my god. I'm gonna turn my microphone down. That was creepy. It really wasn't creepy, it's just a clock. But if you think about the creel house, it makes it creepy. I think I'm done here. <laughs> um Wow. Five episodes in to uh season two. It's like By the end of this week, we'll be talking about season three, Stranger Things three, and then it's just a matter of time. It's just a matter of time. Oh, a wonderful long weekend to just enjoy, watch, and really just remember our our great friends and see them again. I can't, can't, can't wait. But I have to, and so do you. In the meantime, you can keep coming back here every day for another episode of, of rewatching Stranger Things in the final rewatch. You can find me on Twitter. What if I just like kept singing and then I started talking over it? I wonder if I can do that right now. Ready? Here goes. 
You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Geek Mentality. Um, you can find the show on Twitter at, um, see that? Wasn't that cool? I, I threw my voice. You can find the show on Twitter at Stranger D Pod. Uh, and of course, every episode and everything we do is found on fansnotexperts.com slash Stranger Danger. So I just checked, and six minutes ago, Stranger Things on their YouTube channel added the best of the carpet for the Stranger Things premiere. It's about a minute and 45 seconds. Well, it's a minute and 45 seconds. It's not about. It says a minute and 45 seconds. So I'm going to watch that video right after I get off of this. And you could watch that to get a quick kind of summary of the, um, of the red carpet event. My goodness, they're so lucky. They got to see it. I mean, they got to live it, but now they get to see it. Oh, double lucky. All right, my friends, um, I am going to bed now, right after I watch this Stranger Thing video. But until tomorrow, thank you so much for listening, for following. Thank you so much for subscribing, however you do it. Thank you so much. And until tomorrow, my friends, stay stranger. And remember, Lucas's mother is never wrong. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.